Filipenses 3, versículo 1 en adelante, dice, Por lo demás, hermanos míos, alégrense en el Señor. Para mí no es molestia volver a escribirles lo mismo. Y a ustedes les da seguridad. Cuídense de esos perros, cuídense de esos que hacen el mal, cuídense de esos que mutilan el cuerpo, porque la circuncisión somos nosotros, los que por medio del Espíritu de Dios adoramos. Nos enorgullecemos en Cristo Jesús, y no ponemos nuestra confianza en esfuerzos humanos. Yo mismo tengo motivos para tal confianza. Si cualquier otro cree tener motivos para confiar en esfuerzos humanos, yo más. Circuncidado el octavo día del pueblo de Israel, de la tribu de Benjamín, hebreo de pura cepa, en cuanto a la interpretación de la ley, fariseo, en cuanto al celo, perseguidor de la iglesia, en cuanto a la justicia que la ley exige, intachable. Philippians 3, starting in verse 1. Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you is no trouble to me, and it is safe for you. Look out for the dogs, look out for the evildoers, look out for those who mutilate the flesh. For we are the circumcision who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Jesus Christ and put no confidence in the flesh. Though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also. If anyone thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. Sin embargo, todo aquello que para mí era ganancia, ahora lo considero pérdida por causa de Cristo. Es más, todo lo considero pérdida por razón del incomparable valor de conocer a Cristo Jesús, mi Señor. Por Él lo he perdido todo y lo tengo por estiércol, a fin de ganar a Cristo y encontrarme unido a Él. No quiero mi propia justicia que procede de la ley, sino la que se obtiene mediante la fe en Cristo Jesús. La justicia que procede de Dios basada en la fe. Lo he perdido todo a fin de conocer a Cristo, experimentar el poder que se manifestó en su resurrección, participar en sus sufrimientos, y llegar a ser semejante a Él en su muerte. Así espero alcanzar la resurrección de entre los muertos. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ my Lord. For His sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in Him, not having a righteousness of my own accord, that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection, and I may share in His sufferings, becoming like Him in death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Oramos. Let's pray. Padre, te, te damos gracias que hoy podemos estar juntos pero sobre todo gracias que tu presencia está aquí. Lord, thank you that we can be here together and more than anything else, we thank you that your presence is here with us. Yo te ruego, Señor, que nos des un corazón humilde, sencillo y unos oídos prestos para escuchar tu voz. I pray, Lord, that you would give us a humble heart, a sensitive heart uh, and ears ready to, to hear your word. Que nos des valor, Señor, para obedecer tu palabra también. Give us courage, Lord, to be able to obey your word. Que tu Espíritu Santo hoy nos guíe, 
y que podamos recibir con alegría lo que tienes para nosotros. Would your Holy Spirit guide us and help us to receive with gladness the message you have for us. In Cristo Jesús. In Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Se pueden sentar. You can take a seat. Durante mi sermón quisiera que tuvieras enfrente de ti esta pregunta. Throughout the sermon I'd like you to, to be thinking about this question. Agradar a Dios o confiar en Dios. Please God or trust in God. Agradar, agradar a Dios o confiar en Dios. Please God or trust in God. La Biblia no nos habla de hombres y mujeres que se automejoran y se convierten en superhombres y entonces Dios les perdona. The Bible never talks about any any men or women who who get themselves better enough or, or improve themselves enough to where God saves them. La Biblia nos habla de un Dios todopoderoso que por amor vino a buscarnos. The Bible does talk about a God, however, who who is all powerful and who came to to look for us. Por iniciativa propia él vino a esta tierra para salvar aquello que se había perdido. By his own will he came to this earth to save that which was lost. Lo que se había perdido era una humanidad rebelde que había decidido desobedecer a Dios. And what had been lost was a, a rebellious humankind that had been uh, going against God's will. En Mateo, uh, Jesús, en Mateo 16, Jesús uh, dice un versículo, unas palabras ahí que encajan perfectamente en el pedazo de nuestra carta del día de hoy. En Matthew 16, Jesus says a, a few words that, that go perfectly with our message today. Pues, ¿qué provecho obtendrá un hombre si gana el mundo entero, pero pierde su alma? ¿O quedará un hombre a cambio de su alma? It says, for what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? ¿Qué provecho tiene para el hombre ganar todo el mundo, cualquier cosa que se te ocurra, Y perder tu alma, dice. What will the profit be if you have everything in the world to yourself, but you lose your soul? Estas palabras de Jesús explican con exactitud nuestro pasaje de hoy. These words of Jesus explain exactly what our passage today is about. Te decía que estamos en esta serie del de libro de Filipenses, en esta carta que Pablo había mandado a la iglesia de Filipenses desde la cárcel. So as we've been saying, we're in the, uh, studying the book of Philippines. Philippians. We're um, uh, reading about how Paul is writing this letter from prison to the church that he had started in Philippi. Y Pablo era un hombre de una sola idea. Paul was a man who was single-minded. Y esta era de que el Evangelio de Cristo había saturado por completo su vida y su alma. And single-mindedness came from the fact that the gospel of Jesus Christ had completely saturated his life and his soul. Eso quiere decir que él no podía hablar de nada más, ni hacer, ni pensar en nada más que ver la gloria de Cristo crucificado y resucitado. This means that he had no other thing to think about, to talk about, but uh, and to, to preach about, to write about than the glory of Jesus Christ and uh, his death and resurrection. Para él había una sola cosa por la cual 
él podía vivir, pero también podía entregar su vida a la muerte. There was only one thing that he lived for and only one thing that he was willing to die for. Y esto era haber ganado a Cristo y ser encontrado por él. And this was being uh, having found Christ and being found by him. Esa idea le traía tanta paz a Pablo que podía vivir toda su vida tras esa idea y aún entregar su vida su vida misma a la muerte. That idea was so important to Paul that he could dedicate his whole life to following and, and pursuing and, and building on that idea, sharing it with others, and he was even willing to die for it. En los primeros dos versículos vamos a ver a Pablo mostrando su corazón pastoral para esta iglesia. In the first couple of verses of our passage, we see Paul showing, uh, bearing his, his pastoral heart for the church. Lo, prevemos, lo primero que vemos es que les anima a tener regocijo nuevamente. First thing we see is that he encourages them to have joy again. Y nuevamente, porque ya lo ha mencionado una y otra vez. And he says it again, uh, he says the word again, because he's already told them this a few times earlier in the letter. Pero en esta ocasión, él agrega algo a ese gozo. But on this occasion, when he mentions it, he adds something to it. Él dice, alegrense en el Señor. Dice. He says, rejoice in the Lord. Y es que, si tú recuerdas, el gozo en el cristiano no se basa en las circunstancias de la vida, sino en el Señor. If you recall, the, and if you, if you know what I'm talking about, we know that uh, the joy for a Christian is not based in circumstances around us, but it's based in the Lord. Si tú pones tu gozo en las circunstancias que te rodean, tarde o temprano tu gozo se va a acabar. If you put your, your basis of joy in circumstances or, or the things around you, sooner or later those things will run out. Pero si tú pones tu gozo en la persona del Señor, este gozo va a permanecer para siempre porque Él nunca te va a fallar. But if you put your hope and your joy in Christ, you will have that joy forever because He will never fail you. Y ese gozo trae una paz a tu vida y una seguridad del futuro porque ese gozo está puesto en Cristo Jesús. And that joy will bring you a security and a peace for the future because it's joy that comes from Christ Jesus. Ahora, el gozo es algo básico en los cristianos. Now, joy is something basic for Christians. No hay tal cosa como un cristiano sin gozo. There's no such thing as a Christian without joy. Eso, eso no quiere decir que no las vamos a pasar riendo toda la vida. That doesn't mean that we're going to be going around laughing all the time and smiling all the time. Que deberíamos de hacerlo, ¿verdad? Maybe we should be doing that. Pero el gozo es sentir paz por el futuro, sentir paz que Dios está en control de nuestra vida. Así que es básico en el cristiano. But joy is basic in the life of a Christian because it's about uh, being uh, at peace having peace about the future, having peace about where we're at in our lives because of what Christ has done. Entonces Pablo les dice a, la, a los filipenses, les voy a repetir otra vez estas enseñanzas y no me voy a cansar y, y es por el bien de ustedes, dice. And so Paul tells, tells uh, the, the church, I'm going to say this again because it's important for your lives and I'm, I never get tired of saying it because it's such an important thing. Ahora que tengo hijos y se van a la escuela, todas las mañanas les tengo que recordar que se porten bien, que, que obedezcan a sus maestros, que obedezcan las leyes, que sean respetuosos, de que no se olviden de hacer todo para la gloria de Dios. 
Whenever my kids go off to school every morning, I, I remind them uh, to, that they should be respectful of their teachers, that they should be following the rules uh, of the school, that they should uh, um, be showing others God's glory. Lo que vemos aquí en Pablo es que está mostrando amor por ellos. And so we see here Paul is doing something similar for his church. He's showing them love by reminding them of the things they should be doing. Me he dado cuenta que yo no repito las cosas a las personas que no amo. I, I've realized that I don't repeat things as much to people that I don't have as much love for. Ya le dije una vez y pues ya, ¿verdad? I, I, I tell them once and you know, that's, that's probably it. Pero cuando tú amas a alguien, te quieres asegurar de que tenga la información correcta. But when you love someone, you want to make sure that they have uh, good information and good understanding of what's right. Porque Pablo sabía que tu teología afecta a tu biografía. Because Paul knew that your theology affects your biography. Son palabras como muy rebuscadas, pero es tan sencillo como la, la manera en la que tú ves a Dios y tú entiendes a Dios va a ser la manera en la que tú vives y desenvuelves tu vida. Now, I might be a little bit uh, using some big words there to understand the concept, but it's really simple. It's the, the fact that you... The way you think about God is going to affect the way you live out your life. Si tú crees que Dios está lejano, allá en una galaxia, muy, muy lejos de nosotros, así vas a vivir tu vida, sin, sin buscar a Dios, sin saber qué es lo que Dios quiere de ti. If you think God is, is way over there, far off in another galaxy and doesn't care too much about what's going on, you're going to live your life as if God doesn't care too much about what's going on with you. Pero si tú crees que Dios es un Dios de amor y te está buscando y, y quiere saber de ti y quiere tener una relación contigo, tu manera de vivir va a ser totalmente diferente porque vas a estar buscando de Él. But if you think God is a God of love and that He is concerned about your well-being, that He wants the best for you, then you're going to be living your life in a way that, that is uh, trying to, to um, be according to His will. Lo segundo que Pablo hace es que nos da una advertencia. Second thing that Paul does is gives us a warning. Y esta advertencia es bastante interesante, las palabras que usa Pablo. And the, the words that Paul used here in the, his warning are, are interesting. Si hubiera sido un Twitter, hubiera levantado mucha polémica. ¿verdad? If this was a tweet that Paul sent out, uh, it probably would have been pretty controversial. Versículo 2, cuídense de esos perros, cuídense de esos que hacen el mal. Cuídense de esos que mutilan el cuerpo. Uh, he says, look out for the dogs. Look out for the evildoers. Look out for those who mutilate the flesh. ¿Cómo dice la canción? ¿Quién soltó al perro? Oh. Let the dog out. <laughs> How's the song go? Who, who let the dogs out? Pablo estaba reconociendo que había ciertas personas alrededor de la iglesia de Filipos que estaban confundiendo a la iglesia. Paul recognized that there were people around the church of Philippi who were confusing the, the people in the church. Estos eran maestros judíos que estaban agregando cosas a la salvación. These were Jewish teachers that were adding requirements on top of salvation. Y se sentían muy orgullosos por esto que estaban haciendo. And they felt very proud about this thing that they were doing. Pero Pablo les dice obreros de maldad. But Paul calls them evildoers. ¿Por qué? Why is he why is he calling that? ¿Por qué Pablo se atreve a decirle algo en perro? And how can how can Paul call someone a dog? ¿Sabes? 
Porque cualquier intento de agregar a Dios, perdón, cualquier intento de agradar a Dios con esfuerzos propios es no creer que la salvación de Jesús es más que suficiente. It's because any attempt to try to please God on your own strength is, is to not recognize that God's strength is enough. Es decir que la salvación a través de Cristo Jesús, la, la redención que Él ganó para nosotros no es suficiente y tú tienes que hacer esto. Y ellos decían, tienes que hacer circuncidado para poder tener la salvación completa. It's, it's like saying everything that Jesus did on the cross and what he accomplished is not quite enough and so you have to go and do this other stuff to, to accomplish salvation. You have to go get circumcised is what they were saying. Esto es legalismo, esto es religiosidad. This is, this is legalism and this is religiosity. Y tú y yo y nadie puede agregar nada más al trabajo que solo Jesús ha hecho por nosotros. You or I or no one else can, can add anything to what Jesus has already accomplished for us. Versículo 3 dice, no ponemos nuestra confianza en esfuerzos humanos. Verse 3, he says, no, we don't have any confidence. We put no confidence in the flesh. ¿Sabes qué? No necesitas you know what? You don't need any religiosity, any religion. No tienes que mostrarle al mundo que eres religioso. No tienes que mostrarle a Dios que eres religioso. El sacrificio de Jesús en la cruz y su resurrección es más que suficiente. You don't need to show anyone out there. You don't need to show God at all that you are religious because Jesus' sacrifice on the cross is enough. Amen. Amen. Sigue, sigue. Con esta pregunta ahí en tu cabeza, agradar a Dios o confiar en Dios. So remember the question that we asked at the beginning: uh, to please God or to trust in God. ¿Quién era Pablo entonces? So who is Paul? Uh, Pablo en nuestros versículos parece que nos está presumiendo todos sus uh, credenciales, todo su currículum de quién era. In the next couple of verses, Paul starts giving uh, giving us a a presentation of, of who, he, who, who he is. Nos muestra todos los privilegios que tiene, pero no para presumir. He tells us all the privileges that, that he had, but it's not because he's, he's boasting about it. Recuerdo cuando trabajaba en el gobierno en, en, en México, uh, ellos me dieron un carro para trabajar. When I worked uh, for the government in Mexico, they gave me a car to, to drive for work. Yo tenía ciertos privilegios con ese carro. And I had certain privileges to, to use that car. En mi pecado, but in my sin, a veces no me estacionaba bien. I sometimes did not park very well. Porque el carro era del gobierno, la policía es del gobierno. Eh. Because the car was a government car and the police also work for the government, so... <laughs> Así que en mi pecado... Yo abusaba de los privilegios que tenía y me estacionaba donde sea. And so, in my sin, I abused those privileges that I had and I would just park wherever I, I wanted to. No siempre, eh. Not always. <laughs> me gustaba mucho ese trabajo. Me gustaba servir a la comunidad y, y arreglar las colonias o los parques, pero a veces sí me estacionaba mal y lo reconozco. It was good work that I was doing. I did like my job. I was, I was helping to make improvements in the, in the neighborhoods and and uh, you know, building up the communities, but but sometimes I, I did a bad job at parking. A veces me estaciono mal aquí, Mayra me recuerda, hey, ese carro no es del gobierno. Sometimes I, if I park incorrectly here, Mayra reminds me, hey, that car is is not the government's car. Pero sabes, 
Pablo tenía privilegios y había, y había, se había esforzado para tener cierto rango y dice, eso no importa ahora. So Paul did have certain privileges because of uh, where, what he had worked for and, and where he had been born, but he was saying, all of these things don't matter to me anymore. No me importa porque ahora he conocido a Cristo Jesús y, y él, me, él me tiene ahora, eso es más importante que todo esto. These things are important anymore because now I know Jesus Christ. Now he's, he is with me and those things don't matter. Ahora todas esas cosas que él nos explica ahí son bastante interesantes. So all the things that Paul lists out are fairly interesting. Versículo 4. Starting in verse 4. Yo mismo tengo motivos para tal confianza. Dice, si alguno otro cree tener motivos para confiar en esfuerzos humanos, yo más. It says, though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also. If anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Recuerdas estas personas, estos judíos, estaban queriendo agregar más cosas a la salvación. So the people that were, that were trying to deceive the church were trying to add more things on to, uh, more requirements on to salvation. Y Pablo les dice, hey, yo tengo mucho más de esas cosas. And Paul is saying, hey, I have a lot more of those things already done. Circuncidado el octavo día del pueblo de Israel, de la tribu de Benjamín, hebreo de pura cepa, en cuanto a la interpretación de la ley fariseo, en cuanto al celo, perseguidor de la iglesia, en cuanto a la justicia que la ley exige, intachable. He says, circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law of Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. Sinceramente, cuando leí esto, no significaba mucho para mí. So when I first read this, it didn't mean a whole lot to me. Hasta que me puse a estudiar qué significan cada una de estas cosas. Until I started studying what each one of these things that he's listing means. Lo primero que él dice es que fue circuncidado al octavo día y este fue un mandamiento que Dios le había dado a Abraham. First thing he says is that he was circumcised on the eighth day and this was a commandment that God had given Abraham. Y lo primero que vemos aquí es que Pablo ritualmente había nacido en una fe judía y había cumplido con todas las ceremonias que existían. Basically what he was saying is that he was born into a Jewish family, into the Jewish faith, and he had completed from when the time he was an infant all of the religious ceremonies that were required of uh, the Jews. La segunda cosa dice que es de el pueblo de Israel. Second thing that he says is that he was... Uh, of the people of Israel. Y cuando un judío quería hacer hincapié en, en, en su descendencia, ellos decían, soy del pueblo de Israel. When, when a Jewish person wanted to uh, emphasize that they were really Jewish, they would say, I am of the people of Israel. En Génesis 32 encontramos la historia de Jacob luchando contra Dios y entonces Dios le cambia el nombre a Israel. In Genesis 32, we, there's a story of Jacob wrestling with the angel of the Lord and the angel uh, changes his name to Israel. Así que para un judío decir que era israelita es que decir su herencia racial es pura. And so for a Jewish person to say they were uh, an Israelite, it was basically like saying that they were, uh, uh, had a racial purity. They were a direct descendant of Israel. Racialmente era un descendiente uh, absoluto de Israel. So yeah, he, he was they were racially uh, descendant of Israel. La segunda cosa que nos dice es que es de la tribu de Benjamín. 
Second thing that he says is that Sorry, the third thing he says is that he was of the tribe of Benjamin. No solo era israelita, pero ser de la tribu de Benjamín nos decía que tenía un rango. He wasn't only an Israelite, but he uh, when he says the tribe of Benjamin, that means that he knew uh, his rank. La tribu de Benjamín tenía un lugar muy especial en el linaje de Israel. The tribe of Benjamin had a very special place in the history of Israel. Benjamín había sido el hijo de, de Raquel, la esposa uh, predilecta de Jacob. Benjamin had been the, the child of a child of Rachel, who was um, the the favorite wife of Jacob. Y fue el único de los doce de los patriarcas que nació en la tierra prometida. And Benjamin was the only child of of Israel, child of Jacob that was born in the promised land. De la tribu de Benjamín nació el primer rey de Israel, Saúl. Uh, the king Saul was from the tribe of Benjamin, who was he was the first king of Israel. Así que Pablo nos estaba diciendo, no solo soy israelita, soy de la tribu de Benjamín, tengo un rango, tengo aristocracia, tengo un linaje, soy de la élite de Israel. And so he's saying he's not only an Israelite, but he has additional privilege on top of that of, of being of the tribe of Benjamin. He has a special ranking within the uh, uh, nation of Israel. Estas tres simplemente se las ganó o las recibió por haber nacido en la familia donde nació. And these three things are, are privileges that he had only uh, just from being born uh, where he was born. Simplemente por herencia. Él no tuvo que hacer absolutamente nada, pero recibió estos tres privilegios. So those, these are things that he had uh, nothing to do with himself. He just happened to be born into these circumstances. Los cuatro siguientes, él se los ganó con su esfuerzo. The next four things he lists are things that he worked for and, and made an effort to obtain. Hebreo de pura cepa, en otra traducción dice hebreo de hebreos. Hebrew of Hebrews, it says. Esto es estrictamente. Pablo mantenía todas sus tradiciones recibidas por su familia. And what he's saying here is that he maintained and, and carried on all of the traditions that his family had passed down. Te recuerdo que Pablo no nació en Israel. Pablo nació en Tarsis, en una ciudad de Asia Menor. Paul hadn't been born himself in uh, the Israel's territory. He was born in Tarsus. Uh, which was a city in Asia Minor. Y, y muchos había mucha gente como Pablo en el tiempo de la dispersación. Muchas uh, familias judías salieron y había mucha gente como Pablo que había nacido fuera de Israel. And this wasn't unique. Uh, there were quite a few uh, Jewish people that had been born uh, outside of the, their uh, historical territory when when they were scattered. Pero la cosa es que muchas de esas personas habían perdido su cultura. Su lengua y sus tradiciones. However, a lot of those people that had been scattered had lost uh, their tradition, lost, uh, stopped speaking the language. Pablo dice, soy hebreo de hebreos. Hablo el lenguaje, tengo las tradiciones y tengo la cultura porque la he guardado. Dice. And, but Paul says he's a Hebrew of Hebrews. He's, he's held on to that culture. He speaks the language. He maintains the traditions. Uh, lo que sigue es que Pablo nos dice que fue... Fariseo. Next thing Paul says is that he was a Pharisee. Esto quiere decir que él estudió para poder llegar a ser un religioso. This means that Paul had put in a lot of time studying and a lot of effort to study 
to become a religious follower. Y en este tiempo se dice que más o menos había unas seis mil personas que podían ser fariseos, ni más. Así que era un número uh, poco chico para eso. There was a, there was estimates that uh, around this time there were only about six thousand people who could call themselves Pharisees that had received the the training to to be able to to have this title. Y esta palabra en hebreo se llama perusim, que significa separados. And uh, in, in Hebrew, the word uh, Pharisee is perusim, which means separate. Y ellos literalmente estaban separados de la sociedad, estaban separados de los trabajos ordinarios, simplemente para cumplir con toda la religiosidad de la ley judía. To be a Pharisee was meant that you would separate yourself from everyday life, from from everyday activities. To, you would not necessarily uh, work, but you would be dedicated to religious practices and studies. En cuanto al celo, en cuanto a su celo religioso, dice Pablo, yo era sincero en lo que creía. And then next thing he says, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church. Y, y cuando dice celo, es que nos habla de una sinceridad de hacer las cosas porque realmente creía que era lo correcto. Y el celo en esta comunidad de judía era algo muy importante, tenía un valor religioso muy elevado. Zeal was, was a quality that was very treasured, very... Um, elevated that something especially in the religious community would look for in people they were looking for people who were so convinced of what they believed in that they were wanting to act on it y lo último dice en cuanto a la justicia que la ley exige intachable next thing he says is as to righteousness under the law blameless no hay nadie que puedan objetar o criticarme o decirme que yo no he cumplido con la ley Says there's no one out there that you'd be able to talk to that would say that I have not carried out the law. Like you, I've done it so well that no one is going to have anything bad to say against me as far as the law is concerned. Es como decir yo he ganado mi justicia legalista. Yo lo he logrado. So he was saying I I had accomplished my own righteousness by myself. I've I've done it. Y si vemos el el curriculum vitae de Pablo. Es bastante interesante y, y bastante, bastante privilegio y una persona que tenía mucha autoridad y, y, y era grande. So if we look at this resume that, that Paul gives us, uh, it's, it is pretty impressive. He, he had a lot of privileges that he was born with and he worked really hard to, to gain more, uh, more status. Pero sabes, todos estos rangos, toda esta cosa religiosa, social y moral, para Pablo dice, no tiene valor. But Paul is saying here that all of these things, both uh, his privileges and his, his ranking, his status, are not worth anything. Ahora no vale nada por lo que Cristo ha hecho por mí. They don't have any value because of what Christ has done for me. Y lo que Pablo nos dice es que he ganado a Cristo. Well, Paul says that, I, that he has gained Christ. Versículo 7 y 9. Verse 7 to 9. Sin embargo, todo aquello que para mí era ganancia, ahora la considero pérdida 
por causa de Cristo. Es más, todo lo considero pérdida por razón del incomparable valor de conocer a Cristo Jesús mi Señor. Por Él lo he perdido todo y lo tengo por estiércol a fin de ganar a Cristo y encontrarme unido a Él. No quiero mi propia justicia que procede de la ley, sino la que se obtiene mediante la fe en Cristo, la justicia que procede de Dios basada en la fe. It says, whatever gain I had, I counted it as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ. And being found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. Todos estos logros morales, todos estos logros sociales que he ganado, Pablo dice, ahora no valen absolutamente nada. All of these uh, accomplishments, both uh, moral and social accomplishments, Paul is saying, they're not really worth anything to me anymore. Estaba tratando de, de averiguar qué significaba que Pablo usa la palabra estiércol, que ahora en inglés pusieron uh, rubbish, como basura, ¿verdad? Uh-huh. So I was I was trying to look at uh, what what Paul means by by saying uh, he counts them as rubbish, or in another translation uh, it says uh, in Spanish it says estiércol, which is which is like dung or fertilizer. Si Pablo dice que esto es basura, yo en mi oficina tengo un bote donde tengo basura y puedo estar con él. If if Paul says this is rubbish, this is you know we get the idea of. Uh, the the trash can in in our office or something. Yo puedo estar sentado ahí y el bote de basura no me molesta para nada. I can be sitting there and usually the trash can doesn't bother me at all. A veces lo pateo y sometimes I end up kicking it and it's under the desk. Pero no me molesta. But it doesn't bother me that there's trash sitting there. Pero si tuviera un bote de estiércol sería diferente, ¿verdad? But if I had a a, a bucket of dung under my desk, that would be a little different. No puedo estar con él. I can't have that and there and, and work. <laughs> Pablo dice, así considero todos estos títulos que gané a estércol. Paul is saying, all these things that, that I earned and that I am privileged with, I consider them as dung. Y dice, no quiero mi propia justicia, la que me he ganado con logros y con esfuerzos, no quiero eso. He says, I don't want any of these things anymore to be I want I don't want to be associated with with them and I don't want to be around them. Quiero la justicia que proviene de Dios. I want the righteousness that comes from God. Si Pablo está diciendo eso, ¿por qué tú y yo a veces entonces buscamos estas cosas? So if Paul is saying that these things are worthless, why is it that we still try to try to gain these things? ¿Por qué queremos pensar que lo que Cristo Jesús hizo por nosotros no es suficiente y yo tengo que hacer algo para ganarme eh, eh, el que Dios me ame? Why do we always want to fall into thinking that we have to do something to, to please God, to, to gain something from, from God? Es como pensar que la redención de Cristo no fue suficiente. It's, it's like saying that Christ's redemption wasn't enough for us, that we have to do something else. Sabes, los créditos religiosos no impresionan a Dios. Religious credentials don't impress God. Tu religiosidad no le impresiona a Dios. Your religiousness doesn't impress God. 
De hecho, no nos impresiona a nosotros, mucho menos a Dios. You know, if it doesn't impress most people around you, it's not going to impress God. Y eso te debe hacer a ti vivir con libertad hoy. And that should make you live much free, more freely. Pablo se estaba despojando de todas estas cosas que había ganado. Paul was casting away all these things that he had earned. Él nos dice, la salvación no es a través de un ritual. He's saying uh, salvation doesn't happen through a ritual. La salvación no viene por medio de una raza. Salvation doesn't happen through your, your heritage or your race. No importa el color de ojo que tengas o el lenguaje que tú hables, la salvación no viene por medio de una raza. The, the color of your skin or the color of your eyes doesn't matter. It, it, that's not where salvation comes from. La salvación no es por un rango. Salvation doesn't come through rank. No importa en la sociedad en qué rango estás. Doesn't matter where in society uh, you think or other people think you are. O en tu trabajo o en tu familia. Or, or where in work you are or where in your family you, you are. La salvación no es una tradición. Salvation is not a tradition. Sabes, vengo de un país donde la religión más grande ahí viene a través de la tradición. My, in my country, the, the, the largest religion there is, is all about tradition. Y tengo amigos que dicen, pues es que mi tatarabuelo era de ahí, y, y mi abuelo era de ahí, y mis papás son de ahí, y yo tengo que ser de ahí. And so I have a lot of people I know and friends that say, well, my great-grandfather did that, and my grandfather did that, and my parents did that, so I guess I'm going to do that too. La salvación no viene por las tradiciones. But that's not how salvation works. It doesn't come through tradition. La salvación no viene por la religión. Salvation doesn't come through religion. Nosotros no predicamos que Redemption West Mesa aquí somos la salvación. We don't preach that here at Redemption West Mesa we, we can give you salvation. Predicamos de la salvación. We preach about salvation. Predicamos que Jesús es la salvación, pero nosotros no somos la salvación. We preach that you can go to Jesus to get salvation, but we don't think that we have anything to do with it. Y ninguna religión, el nombre que sea, en el país que sea, te da la salvación. And no religion in whatever country or whatever place can give you salvation. Sabes, la salvación no es por ser sincero. Salvation is not about being sincere. Y hoy en nuestra vida, en nuestro tiempo, las personas dicen, tú crees en eso, yo creo en esto y está bien. Te va a llevar a Dios. There's a lot of a lot of thinking nowadays that says uh, you believe in that and I believe in what I believe in and and that's okay as long as we're we're uh, sincere about it. No más que sea sincero, tú pídele con mucha fuerza. Just you know, be completely dedicated to whatever it is you believe in and and that'll be good. Y sabes qué, puedes estar sinceramente equivocado. But you know what? You can be sincerely wrong. Si no buscas lo que dice la palabra de Dios, vas a estar sinceramente equivocado toda tu vida y toda tu eternidad. If you're if you're not searching through scriptures for what's true, you might be sincerely wrong about your life and and uh, eternity. Pablo dice la salvación no llega porque tú eres justo y legalista y porque te quedas cumpliendo las leyes. Paul says just uh, salvation doesn't come because you are righteous, because you've uh, met certain uh, religious goals or, or completed uh, certain things. La salvación no la puedes ganar. You can't earn salvation Haciendo by keeping the rules. cosas, tú no vas a ganar la salvación. You can't earn salvation by doing things. Todo esto, dijo Pablo, 
es basura. All of these things that, that you've done, that you've accomplished are rubbish. Es como estiércol, dice. It's like dung. Todo lo considero pérdida por razón del incomparable valor de conocer a Cristo Jesús, mi Señor. Por él lo he perdido todo y lo tengo por estiércol a fin de ganar a Cristo. I count everything as lost because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. ¿Cómo has estado viviendo tu vida? How have you been living your life? ¿Agradando a Dios o confiando en Dios? Trying to please God or trust God. Tus logros no te llevan a una relación con Dios. Your accomplishments don't bring you into a relationship with God. Por el contrario, se convierten en estorbos. On the contrary, they, they get in the way. Tus logros en la vida a veces se convierten en estorbos porque quedan en un lugar que no le pertenece. Your accomplishments in life can get in the way of your relationship with God because they they um, try to get into a place where they don't belong. El problema con agradar a Dios es que no vemos a Dios tal y como él es él y no vemos y no nos vemos a nosotros tal y como somos nosotros. The problem with trying to please God is that we don't often see God for who he is when we do that and we don't see ourselves for for where we are. Siempre nos vemos a nosotros menos pecadores que lo que realmente somos. We always look at ourselves as, as less sinful than we actually are. Y el, el domingo pasado Chris nos decía que tenemos un doctorado en reconocer los pecados de las demás personas. Last week Chris was telling us about how we all are experts at recognizing sin in other people. Es un problema. And that's a problem. Y es un problema de no ver a Dios tal y como Él es. And it's a problem to not see God for who He actually is. Dios lleno de amor. God full of love, pero un Dios justo, but also full of justice and righteousness. Y, y no puedes quitarle la justicia a Dios. And you can't take away God's righteousness. Así que no podemos vivir agradando a Dios. So we can't live, we can't ever please God no matter how hard we try. ¿Por qué? Porque nunca podremos resolver nuestros pecados mediante nuestros propios esfuerzos. Because we're never going to be able to uh, solve our own problems, forgive, you know, get rid of our own sin through our own effort. No hay nada que tú puedas hacer para que Dios te perdone. There's nothing that you can do for God to be able to forgive you. Y esas son buenas noticias. And that is good news. Aquí decimos, no tienes nada que probar ni a nadie a quien impresionar. Here we, we say, you don't have anything to prove and you don't have anyone to impress. Entonces, ¿qué nos queda? So what's left? Confiar en Dios. Trust in God. Confiar en Dios es vivir según lo que Dios dice que soy. To trust in God means to live the way that God says that we are. Vivir según lo que Dios dice que soy. Live according to what God, who God says we are. Y eso está aquí en la Biblia. And that is found here in the Bible. ¿Quieres saber qué es lo que Dios piensa de ti? Aquí está en la Biblia. You want to know what God thinks about you? It's here in the Bible. Solo necesitas reconocer con humildad de corazón que Dios es más que suficiente y el sacrificio de Jesús en la cruz es más que suficiente. You just have to recognize in, with a humble heart that the salvation that Jesus is offering you is more than enough. Entonces, ¿a qué estamos aferrados? So what is it that we're clinging to? A nuestro apellido. To our last name. De donde venimos nuestra descendencia. Our, our heritage, our, our hometown. 
o lo que dicen las redes sociales. Or what social media says. Hoy hay una presión enorme sobre las personas por publicar cosas o por recibir el apruebo de las demás personas. I, I see an enormous, enormous pressure on people to, to put, post things online to, to make themselves seem like they're better than they are. ¿Estás aferrado a tus finanzas, a tu trabajo, a, a tu vida social? Are you clinging to your, your finances or, or your social life or, or your work? ¿A qué estás aferrado? What, what are you clinging to? Sabes, si alguien podía estar aferrado a alguien, era Cristo. If someone could be clinging to some, something, it was Christ. La Biblia dice que Él no se aferró a ser igual a Dios, sino que se despojó de todo eso y vino a esta tierra como hombre y entregó su vida en esa cruz del Calvario por ti y por mí. A couple weeks ago we, we learned about how he let go of all the things that he could have clung to in heaven, got rid of those things, came down to earth to be like you and me. Él se despojó de eso para que tú y yo pudiéramos tener la redención, para que tú y yo pudiéramos tener la salvación. He cast those things aside so that you and I could have redemption and salvation. Él dice, lo he perdido todo a fin de conocer a Cristo. And Paul says, I've lost everything so that I may know Christ. Experimentar el poder que se manifestó en su resurrección y participar de sus sufrimientos, llegar a ser semejante a él en su muerte. That I may know him in the power of his resurrection, that I may share in his sufferings, becoming like him in death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Así espero alcanzar la resurrección de los muertos. Pablo estaba esperando alcanzar la resurrección de los muertos, no por su trabajo ni lo que él es, sino por Cristo Jesús. And that's how I want to obtain the resurrection from the death, not by my own efforts, but like Paul did by by relying on Jesus. Puede ser que tú estés experimentando ahora mismo dos sentimientos. So it could be that you may have uh, a couple feelings right now. Vergüenza remordimiento. Uh, maybe shame or it might be regret. Si estás sintiendo vergüenza, lo que va a ser la vergüenza es que vayas y te escondas. If you're feeling shame, that has a tendency to make you go and, and hide from these things. ¿Recuerdas cuando Adán y Eva pecaron? ¿Qué fue lo que hicieron? Tuvieron vergüenza y se escondieron. When Adam and Eve sinned, they, they were ashamed, so they went and hid. Pero si estás experimentando remordimiento, es algo bueno. But if you're if you're having remorse or regret, that's that's something good. Porque el remordimiento te puede conducir a pedir perdón. Because remorse can lead you to ask for forgiveness. Y cuando pides perdón, encuentras la redención. And when you ask for forgiveness, you find redemption. Padre, gracias porque tu palabra es clara. Lord, thank you that your word is clear. Gracias por la vida de Pablo y su ejemplo, Señor, al Tener todas estas cosas, pero considerarlas como nada por haber ganado a Cristo. Thank you for having this example of Paul that, that had so many privileges and accomplishments, but he counted them as nothing for the sake of Christ. Te ruego que hoy uh, tu palabra haya sido tan clara, Señor, que podamos confiar con toda nuestra vida en, y ponerla en tus manos, Señor. I pray that your word will have been so clear to our hearts that it will affect our lives that will change our lives and that we'd be able to to um, put it into practice. Que podemos confiar en ti 
con todo lo que somos. Help us to trust in you with everything we are. En Cristo Jesús. In Christ Jesus. Amén. Amén.